0: Shit.
1: Couch Guy Sports Podcast, episode 232. Nick Qualia, Jared Scally, the show presented by our friends over at Manscaped. Use promo code CouchGuy20 at Manscaped.com for 20% off with free shipping. And also go and check out the Couch Guy Sports site-wide Sponsor site wide partners as shockedenergy.com. Use promo code CSCGSN for 10% off, right? There there you go. Yep. That's it. All right. Oh, and also also right off the bat, go follow the Twitter, you animals. You guys were all over there before. Now, and granted, we don't really promote it. We got to use that thing more.
0: Yeah, well, but, someone uh, got the other one suspended.
1: Yeah. Listen. It's baseball and golf, the two old people sports. They're the reason that we got the old ones suspended.
0: And we love to share those PGA highlights. Come on now.
1: Yes, we're promoting the sport that you guys desperately need <laughs> promoted. You bums! It's so crazy just how people can just, just ruin things, ruin sports. Like, uh, did you see what happened to Cash's Marsh last night?
0: The hip check of the ref.
1: Yeah, I'm blanking. Is it? I'm, blank, I'm blanking on the name. C.
0: Of the the ref's name.
1: The ref who hip checked him. Oh, he's, was, he's, um, he's one of the guys who always tries to make it a show for himself. Of course, yep. Uh, Carente? Why does that
0: sound familiar? I'm not going to remember if you tell me off the top of your head. I, I don't know refs by first names.
1: Anybody I need to so- find it. Um, Cassius Marsh. Which, by the way, guys, did you tweet anything last night about his Cassius Marsh's old fun comments? I did not. I was okay. I was gonna before I said this, we got to put that to bed. The joke is so overrun at this point. It's so overrun,
0: but it's funny because the Patriots have made an effort this year specifically to
1: like show how much they're having fun. Yeah, no, I know, but how many, how how many years ago was that comment made? Put it to bed. Uh, No, it was like this offseason. No, it was not this offseason. He just
0: made it recently again. Yeah, didn't he?
1: Oh, it was. He did make it a second time. Yeah, that's
0: why it's back up here
1: again. Still, I don't know why. Maybe I'm just in a mood right now, but I'm 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 over the the Cash's March fun comments I mean, because you know too. what? I don't care about Cash's March. No, it sucks. <laughs> I don't. Literally sucks. He gets, he just got cut from the Steelers. He mm-hmm. goes to play for the Bears. Like that's the biggest storyline we've heard from him in a while. Uh, ref 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 ref. I'm looking for the ref's name. Uh, they're just they just keep calling the official. Oh, Tony Corrente. Yeah. Okay. So Tony Corrente. Uh, toss the flag up for Cassius Marsh after Tony Corrente clearly hip checked him. And he said that they did like there was like an interview after with him, and he said that it was because of the because he was staring at, he didn't like the way he was, he was standing posturing. Listen, Tony Corrente, this is not about you. This guy always – this guy is the worst. He's one of the worst refs in the NFL. He is one mm-hmm. of those guys who are like, okay, look at me. I'm the referee. People are here. People are paying for the refs. And you know what? This is bad. You know the first thing that came to mind with this? We have been trying to say, no, there's no way they're going to fix games if sports gambling becomes legal. No way. That's not going to help. Nope. That screwed the Bears. Yep. screwed them. Mm-hmm. You know how many people lost money? Potentially because of that call? A lot. Like, this is not going to help the cause. It says, and it's funny because you watch the video. It's going to interfere.
0: And I didn't see it live. Like, I, I didn't watch the game. But even when you watch the video, it's obvious. Like, he it's clearly so clear. he, he glided right in and just went hip check. And I didn't even watch the game. Like, so it wasn't like I was invested. I didn't, whatever. But like, come on. It was kind of obvious. If I'm
1: betting Bears' money line, I am furious.
0: But if you're the NFL, you have to do something with this, right? Like, you have they to do that.
1: They won't. The refs are in a union, right? Yeah. They won't do shit. You know they won't do shit. Which is I know, but it's so annoying. Yeah, it's it's the worst. Like that's why referees continue to get away with with being ass, and they've been horrible this year.
0: Gar, they're garbage. This has been one of the worst years in recent history.
1: And same thing with like umpires in the MLB. Like this was one of the worst years that I can remember, especially for strike calling. It was brutal this season. And they're never going to get any punishment, especially like Tony Corrente is one of these guys who's more well known throughout the NFL. And, yeah. you know, he's pulling this. Like, it was clear that he threw his hip into Cassius Marsh. And the fact that, like, like if the NFL doesn't at least fine him, which I don't even know if they have the – they must have the power to do that, right?
0: Can they, though, if they're a union?
1: That's – yeah, see, that's – Union,
0: that's union gives the, all the power to the refs, and that's why they can suck and do whatever they want. Yeah, it's frustrating. There's a, a contract with the union, and if they break that contract – so if there's no finding involved, their ability to find in that contract, with there probably isn't, then they're screwed.
1: Uh, After the play official, Tony Corrente flagged Cassius Marsh for taunting the Steelers bench, which consisted of Marsh standing 40 yards away, looking in the direction of the bench and not moving for a couple seconds. So that's what Tony Corrente claims that he threw the flag for. After you threw your ass into him. Like he should, if you, if if the union has any balls, if the union isn't a bunch of bitches. But they don't. They'd fire him or they'd at least heavily fine him. And make them come out with an apology because it is so clear, so obvious. And we're just going to continue letting this go. And again, going back to the sports betting thing, Massachusetts already has frigging cold feet. Did you see some of the money that states are making on sports betting that came out this morning?
0: I didn't see the whole list, but Jersey was in
1: the billions. Yeah,
0: it's insane why Massachusetts has cold feet. People gambled. They didn't make a billion, but people gambled. A billion even, dollars. Even if you just, even if you give in and don't let you bet college sports, which would be really dumb because college sports is very popular in the betting scene. If you give in to that initially and just say, okay, everything but college sports is on the table, we're going to let you gamble. That's a win. And you can gamble and you make a good amount of money because the amount of money that people still bet on pro sports is
1: still high. That's, uh, that's like all I bet
0: on. Yeah, I don't bet on college sports either, but like a lot, obviously a lot of people do, especially this time of year with college football, basketball, like I do bet on March Madness, right? So like, that would be a downside for people in mass, but overall you've got to get something better than nothing right now. And Massachusetts, man, we say this every time it comes up because you like to bring it up every single week. Massachusetts sucks. Continue. Yeah. Massachusetts sucks. It's Very insane. happy. I live in New Hampshire, much better state.
1: It's insane. Much I better. went to, uh, I went to Encore this weekend. Saw the wind the sports, sports
0: bar, the, the sports book. That's no longer, that's not a sport. The, win,
1: the wind sports bar that conveniently has about 20 windows at the front of it. That weirdly that look are, like places that you would place your bets
0: that aren't there, that, that aren't usable, right? They're just empty.
1: Yeah. They're just empty. Yeah. They're just sitting there. It's in the sports. The, you know what they are? The, they're the, very
0: the, fancy. They're very fancy looking high tables. You can bring a beer over there, hang out. It's great. It looks awesome. Yeah.
1: Like it's, there's it'll, a, there's it'll a,
0: become the win sports book when it's legal. They'll just cha- They'll change the name.
1: Yeah. They'll just have to take bar off the wall and just put book up. It's just, it's crazy that Massachusetts is still throwing this around. Mm-hmm. Absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. um anyway obj moving on to the patriots and what i'm gonna get the show out tonight most likely
0: he's coming he's gonna make news tomorrow
1: like and to 10. this could very well be old news by tomorrow but obj odell beckham jr off placed on waivers by the Browns, just cleared waivers so now in in the repercussions of that where is it uh X-Brown's wide receiver, this is from Albert Breer. Uh X-Brown's wide receiver, Odell Beckham Jr. clearing waivers is related to his money. Any team claiming him would have been responsible, responsible for the $7.25 million left on his contract per terms of a settlement agreement. Cleveland is now responsible for just $4.25 of that in termination pay. Then he wrote, by the way, Beckham would wound up making about $65 million of the 98.4 million he was under contract for after signing his five-year $90 million extension or a little less than 57 million in of the 90 million in new money in August 2018. So now it's like it's it's like a new contract people are going to get them whatever team gets them is going to get them significantly cheaper but what I mean what you just told me before the show Evan Lazar has it now. So he said he's hearing
0: I can find the tweet, hold on.
1: Yeah, I don't want I don't want to i like, like to Evan put, enough
0: to get his words right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if it was somebody else, way. Well.
0: <laughs> if it was anybody else, really, um, let's see here. He He's tweeted oh, he's, he's like he's live right now. He is live right now. Where the latest media an hour ago obviously things can change. There are always teams that fly under the radar, but here's the list I'm hearing for Odell not in order. Packers, Patriots, Saints, Odell prioritizing teams in playoff contention with good coaching,
1: right? And and we know from the past that Odell Beckham Jr. is a big fan of Bill Belichick and people got all excited yesterday because the Patriots placed James Ferentz offensive lineman on uh, waivers himself, clearing up a roster spot. But also when that happened, I was like, one of my, fir- one of my first thoughts was Odell back in June. Cause I got yeah. myself excited. But then as I thought about it, I was like, okay, Trent Brown is probably coming back. Both were wrong. Yeah. It was Jarrett Stidham.
0: It was Jarrett Stidham. <laughs> now you have four quarterbacks. Why? <laughs> Why? Well, I think what they'll do is what, I don't know. What's the other quarterback name they brought in here on like to be a third oh, I quarterback. Don't I don't know. He, he, he'll get cut, right. He, they can get rid of him for a spot. They, they, this is, this feels like the Jacoby Brissett year when they need, they wanted to have three quarterbacks on the roster. God forbid. Um, honestly, if I'm them, I'd probably put Jarrett Stidham in before Brian Hoyer or something actually really mattered. Right. <laughs> like, like if, if Stidham's healthy and fine, like, and he's back, like I'd rather him than Hoyer play. So God forbid, I think they want Stidham as the backup option. Um, he's not leaving. He's—they're not going to like put him on the practice squad. He's their—he's really their backup quarterback. Um, but he wasn't healthy, so Hoyer happened to be it. Like, this isn't a big deal. If they want
1: OBJ, they can make room for him. I'm just scrolling down my tweet deck just to see if anything's breaking. Um,
0: Red Sox are going to oh, try to sign Kyle Schwarber.
1: I'm seeing that too. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like so that? Odell Beckham Jr. Obviously, and you know this is going to relate back into the Patriots just winning this game this past weekend against the Panthers. And it's the second weekend in a row that Mac Jones really didn't look that good. He looked okay this weekend. He looked better this weekend than he did against the chargers. Yeah. Which was a more impressive win because it's the chargers, but. The Patriots still got the win, which is really all that you need to ask for. And you know, Mac is just going to get better and better. And look, I think at this point we can safely say that. They at least can make a serious playoff push, especially with the Bills losing to the Jags nine to six.
0: Nick, they are a half game out of the division, and that's simply because the Bills have had their bye week and the Patriots have not. Like they're five and four, the Bills are five and three. There's like seven teams in the AFC at five and four, something like that. Like the Patriots are right in the thick of the playoff. The AFC and right, is and right wide now, open and right now. They're in. Like they are the final spot right now. If the playoffs started today, they'd be playing the Ravens as the two seed. So look. I'm very much in on the Patriots making the playoffs at this point. They look good enough. The defense has been dialed in. Uh, something earlier the offense means- is going
1: to get better. The defense offense- is looking look, good and the offense, offense is going to get better. The defensive thing,
0: 100% Bill Belichick took over this defense.
1: Like Had to have.
0: Had to have. Because, and, and also we got confirmation that Steve Belichick is definitely taking, making the play calls, by the way. Did you hear that? Oh, I didn't. Yeah, Belichick said, I think it was today or yesterday. When did he talk? Today? Um, He said that, Steve Belichick, they were talking about like changing pace and getting to the quarterback this weekend. He's like, yeah, Steve's done a really good job of dialing up the difference play calling. And I was like, oh, oh, okay." you just admitted Steve plays. The- okay, great. Steve makes the play calls. But Bill Belichick, 110% has, has been like involved in the defense again. He, he doesn't care about the offense. Josh is doing his thing. But Bill Belichick is like in control of his defense again. And it shows it, it, they look so much better.
1: Oh, look at you tweeting during the show. Real, real commitment there, pal.
0: Red Sox are going go to go after Kyle Corber. I had to show my excitement. I can multitask them like you.
1: Yeah, no, I can't. You can't multitask. I can't. Um, so I, I think the biggest thing right now with this Patriots team is the defense that's finally stepping up and, and looking like the team, especially like after the moves that were made this offseason, mm-hmm. it wasn't really as much the defensive backs. We didn't know at that time what was going to happen with Stephon Gilmore. Obviously, we know now he got an interception immediately against the Patriots also got doesn't the matter in his first he, game
0: he lost
1: didn't matter um you know the defensive backs really weren't the story it was the front seven and it was guys when you signed Matt Judon and Matt Judon has been a force Jamie Collins up on the line Jamie Collins with one of the most people have to understand how hard that interception is that was a that was unbelievable Jamie Collins
0: played like 16 snaps this weekend and had that interception, like a sack. Like he had so much impact in like 16 plays. It's insane. It's amazing
1: how much better he is when he's with the Patriots. When he's
0: with the Patriots and everywhere else, it's insane. They they know how to work him. He should never leave again. He's just finished his career here no matter how long that's going to be because he clearly is only good here. He's unbelievable. He's unreal. He's gotten paid paid twice now because of his time with the Patriots.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Matt Judon and Christian Barmore. Rookie Christian Barmore, they are looking to be a stud duo, up on the front seven, mm-hmm. up on the line. They are making offensive lines' lives hell, and it's it's been absolutely massive. Because when you have, especially so going into this weekend's game, and we're going to talk about the Browns too in a second, but they lost Nick Chubb to COVID. Sucks for my fantasy team. They mm-hmm. lost Nick Nick Chubb to COVID. So now they also well, he, have could, he could he could play he could play. Oh, that's true. But I'm going to assume.
0: Assume no, but he is vaccinated. So he's just got to prove two negative tests within 24 hours of each other.
1: Okay. So maybe, maybe he could potentially play, but.
0: The Patriots taking a one.
1: Who is, who is Bill Burt?
0: Why? What's happening? So you can't multitask.
1: No, I can't. Listen, this show is going to be Odell Beckham hot stove, even though it's going to come out tomorrow. (laughs) So Bill Burt just tweeted at 620 again i've got no idea who bill burt is eagle uh the fourth out eagle tribune okay i apologize bill burt he's from massachusetts didn't mean hope that wasn't a shot at you by saying i have no idea who you are eagle tribune oh you know what okay okay whatever uh bill burt i'm getting the vibe that odell beckham jr will be signed by the new england patriots um so i don't think that that has any doesn't sound like that has absolutely any no. Sources or anything behind it. It sounds like it's just speculation. So false alarm. Um. Anyway,
0: what so uh, happens when Nick Patriots defense?
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Squirrel. Patriots defense stepping up, and when you think about it, like when you look at the names too, Dante Hightower, Jamie Collins, uh
0: Calvin. All you, had
1: Chan- all you need is Chandler Jones back in this. <laughs> You're back to uh, 2014. But could you imagine Chandler Jones with Matt Judon, dude, who is as good as we thought he was? Ooh. Unreal. Um. <laughs> Uh high tower Collins, Matthew Don Christian Barmore. I mean, that is a hell of a front. And they've been pretty good against the run. I mean, granted, Christian McCaffrey in his first week back did put up 110 yards or whatever it was, something around Christian
0: that. Christian McCaffrey and Nick Chubb will get his yards if he plays. But, but also like his it.
1: his run, his rush yards is only about 55.
0: They yeah, handled it, it. He's a receiving guy. That's what McCaffrey. Yeah. And that's the thing is like Chubb will have to be in the receiving game. If he wants to make that big of an impact, um, if he plays, but if you're the Patriots, you kind of hope he doesn't. Cause it looks like you're not going to have your running backs either. Like, yeah, because you have Stevenson and, um, Damian Harris both in the concussion protocol and that can, oh work. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. My, uh, my backup running back, Damian Harris backing yeah. up Nick Chubb.
0: That's that's exactly my situation.
1: Yeah, I know. This is this is sick. This is going it's great. And really I just crappy. traded I just traded Antonio Gibson too. So like we're we're rolling. We're, I traded him rolling. I traded him today.
0: <laughs> this is the team I have. I have I have Kareem Hunt in on IR on the same team as Chubb, because I had them both. And then I have Damian Harris as my other running back. Outside of one I have Zeke too. So like I have Zeke Chubb and then Damian Harris and Kareem Hunt. It's just really crappy right now.
1: Oh my God, this, listen, so my, my big money league, and we're just getting out, we're all over the place here. My big money league, I've already sold. I'm, I'm, I'm stacking draft picks for next year. I'm out. Did I, t- I told you what our punishment is for last place, right? Yeah. The, uh, the, the birth simulation. The- the, yeah. The birth simulate labor machine. Mm-hmm. I am terrified. My team is terrible right now because I'm trading everybody away. I was like last night, I was like, you know, Dave Montgomery put up some points. Get your trade value up. Puts up what nine, eleven points. Mm-hmm. I think you got eleven. You'll be able to trade him. He'll have some value in a couple of weeks. I hope our trade deadline is uh, November twentieth, so I need it before then. You got time. I need one. I need one more game. Um,
0: do you want yeah, to OBJ so, the Patriots? We can get back on the rails here.
1: So Patriots offense now. When you look at how the Patriots defense is playing, they're playing like the way that you thought they would play, right? The offense, I think, is looking a little better than we thought with a rookie quarterback, and I think Mac is just going to get better. I think this offense is going to get better. I think the biggest problem with this team is not having a guy who can stretch the field. And when Nelson Aguilar signed, right, we were like, okay, maybe this is the guy. But also, when everybody saw the number on that contract, people were like, why the fuck did Bill Belichick just give all this money to Nelson Aguilar? For what reason?
0: Well, because he had nobody else.
1: Because Yeah, because his next option was Nikhil Harry. Yeah,
0: no, they, they gave the money because they needed to make sure they got somebody who could run to
1: a straight line. So that's – but that's the biggest problem with this offense. Yep. And if you add a guy like Odell Beckham Jr., that doesn't – I don't want to say that. That doesn't complete the offense. No, but it's what you're missing.
0: But it's the key piece that you're missing. And I feel like with OBJ, the big thing people aren't really talking about is people forget Mac Jones is a rookie, guys. Like, he, right now, Mac Jones does not have a security blanket at all. Like, yeah, in the red well, zone, it, se- it seems to be Hunter Henry. He likes to be I, was like gonna say, Myers. I think Hunter Henry. Well, yeah, but like that's in the red zone. I want a guy between the hash marks, inside between the 20s, I want a guy that he can throw the ball up to no matter what. That's going to be OBJ. Um, and, and the threat of, if you single coverage, OBJ is going to get on the ball. Cause Mac Jones is accurate enough, right. That we trust him to get the ball to OBJ. But OBJ is also a presence that if he ha- is open, Mac will throw it. If he's not someone else is, right. Oh, and someone, if if,
1: The immediate revenge game factor too.
0: Like, that's why I'm itching. Like, can we sign him now? Because like the longer he waits, the more I think I don't think it's gonna be the Patriots. Cause if he thinks Patriots are in his head, but then he also sees the Browns on the schedule Sunday, he goes, Ooh, that could be fun. Uh, Patriots sound like fun. Let's do that. And he's always loved Bill. The longer this goes, the more likely
1: he's signing like with the Packers. Right. And that's what I was going to say. I think the Packers are the team that makes the most sense for him. Personally, I think. But but can he work there? Like he's already got Devontae Adams
0: on one side. it would be a loaded offense, but the prima donna that Devontae Adams, and we know he is, can he deal with OBJ? Can OBJ deal with Aaron Rodgers? Um, I mean, granted, My bet that for the Packers to win the Super Bowl, it would only help that. But, like, I don't know. I I think for what OBJ needs, that last chance to be great, I think Patriots make the most sense. And this isn't even trying to be biased. Like, great coach. If he wants to be a number
1: one, yeah.
0: A great coach, a precision quarterback who can get him the ball and clear-cut number one on the depth chart for the rest of this season to then get another contract after this season's over. Like, it's the best fit for him personally not to win, but for everything else.
1: So the team that I don't understand out of those three between the Packers, Saints, and Patriots, is the Saints because you (laughs) know I know right, but I I I know I know the Saints have Sean Payton, which that fits the good coach check check mark. But at the same, like they're not a team that's going to make any sort of noise in the playoffs. And the Patriots,
0: right? Michael Thomas is out for the year now. Yeah, he Um, is the
1: number one. That would be the only thing that would make you think like. But if you're looking, maybe he's got Kamara calling him.
0: Yeah, but if you're looking at Patriots, Saints, Patriots is the better fit for him, for what He'll he needs. He'll be the guy here. He'll be the then guy at back and get him guy. the ball. Yeah, see the thing: if you go to the Saints, you're getting double teamed, you're getting attention. If you come to the Patriots, you have enough weapons around you that you can be the guy and have good, and get be open.
1: I don't know. This is the best
0: fit for him. I think. I think it's the best fit for him. But I think honestly, uh, if you actually no, if, I said if, the
1: Packers. I'm going to stick with the Packers. If
0: first. you take, <laughs> if you bring in OBJ.
1: I think the division is really in play. I think it also comes down to if OBJ really cares about winning a Super Bowl, right? Because even with, with OBJ, I with the rookie quarterback, I don't think the Patriots have a, a real shot at winning the Super Bowl, even going to the Super Bowl. Now, if you go to the Packers and, you know, he's a receiver, he's, he's gotten a little older, which is weird to say, but if he's looking for a Super Bowl win, you got Pack- Aaron Rodgers. You've got. You're not getting double teams in Green Bay. Let me tell you, because they've got. No, because be, Devonta Devont, Devontae about.
0: Adams would be wide open. I mean, the thing is they could use him because Devontae Adams gets targeted like 15 times a game, um, like that. Aaron Jones, like it would be a fit in Green Bay too. Um, if he doesn't care about winning, I think we're a better fit, Patriots wise. But it's it depends on how much he cares about the Super Bowl versus actually. Because like Randy Moss made a good point on the pregame for Monday Night Football saying you know, he's like uh, my experience with the Patriots. Everyone counted me out. I went there, I rebuilt my career. And then I got, I got out and got paid again. Like it's, it's literally 2.0 of what we did for Randy Moss. Um, obviously Brady's not here, but like the offense is the same. He'd be the number one guy. I don't know. OBJ just, it seems like a good fit if he comes here.
1: All right. Before we continue the OBJ conversation. Jay, okay, We're going to talk about a friend over at Manscaped.
0: Can, Guys. can they get, can they get OBJ to come here?
1: And listen, they might. If anybody could, it's Manscaped.com. Guys, it's football season, baby. and You know what that means. It means we're going for two here with the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. Blitzing through hairs has never been easier, and it's time you join the two million men worldwide. We trust Manscaped by using promo code COUCHGUY20 at Manscaped.com for 20% off with free shipping using the code COUCHGUY20 Manscape.com. Manscaped.com. It's three and out the window with all other trimmers. Now go tame that Wildcat offense as the world it's starting to open and the performance package 4.0 from manscaped is here to help you get ready inside you'll find their brand new lawnmower 4.0 trimmer weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer crop preserver ball deodorant crop reviver toner plus two free gifts performance boxer briefs and the shed travel back the performance package 4.0 from manscaped is the perfect package for your package and a key for a great grooming and hygiene routine to make sure the boys downstairs are smooth like tom brady in the fourth quarter Minus they came against the Saints. Thank God I didn't have money on that one. The brand new Lawnmower 4.0 is here to take your defense emphasis on the D to the next level. This fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multi-function on and off switch that can engage a travel lock, and gives you the ability to turn the 4,000 k I always screw that up. 4,000k led spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shape. Did I mention this trim is waterproof too? Rain, snow, or sleet—just don't do it outside. That's weird. Are no match for the waterproof power of the 4.0, unless it snows in your shower. There's no 15-yard penalty for this clipping. The this package, unless you you know, unless Tony Corrente is in the game, he'll probably throw a flag for no reason. This package also comes. With the Weed Whacker, this elite nose and ear hair trimmer is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor power, 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. This trimmer also has proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. After trimming your footballs, show them some love with the Manscaped's liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver Ball Toner are here to take your balls to the next level. We have an exclusive offer for our audience, guys, so listen. Get 20% off with free shipping. Use the code COUCHGUY20 at Manscaped.com. Manscaped also threw in two free gifts of the performance package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Get 20% off with free shipping. Use the code COUCHGUY20 at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping. Using the code COUCHGUY20 at Manscaped.com. Stay farm your pubes out of the playoffs this year with Manscaped. Unbelievable. The best of the best. Manscaped.com. Best friends. The best. The Hope if they get obj
0: if they get OBJ, if we get obj and the Patriots, it's their it's their fault. They got them. Yeah, I'm gonna give Listen,
1: listen. Credit. they're probably calling them right now. Would would Beckham Jr. this, you know, I know we got to come up with talking points here, but I'm looking at a talking point on TV. Would Beckham Jr. fit in New England? Duh. Yes. Next question. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean, of course, would
0: fit? Of course, he would fit. They need a
1: receiver, of course. Listen, this is the exact kind of guy that they need. Mac is so accurate that if look Odell that, just gets on the field
0: and the offensive line has figured it out, right? Like they're getting better and better. So you give them time, you put Aguilar on one side, OBJ on the other, and then Meyer is born the tight ends in the
1: middle. <sighs> Can we talk about Isaiah Wynn for a second? Garbo. Listen, I've been an Isaiah Wintruther since he got drafted. I was a big fan of the pick, and I was a big fan for the first couple of years. And up until this year, when he was playing, he was damn good. It was mm-hmm. I, I was like, okay, we have a real left tackle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know what's happening this season. But Trying to move on. thinking about – I think it was the play that Mac Jones fumbled, the football. Hunter Henry did his assignment perfectly. Chip. Go by. Just let – Lay a quick chip, okay? Then your left tackle should swing out and take care of that guy on his way to your rookie quarterback. Yep. Instead, Isaiah Wynn's standing there with nobody in front of him.
0: Oh, Hunter Henry's got him. I go, okay, I'll just watch this side, guys.
1: I don't know if he didn't know that Hunter's job was just to chip and go or if he just fell asleep. But he he almost got Mac Jones killed. Mac Jones has taken some shots this year. Need Trump Brown back. You need Trent Brown back bad, but he's gonna be Trent, on the right side. Put him on the left side. Honestly, at this point, and you know how you know how worried that makes me going to this weekend? That's my biggest X factor in this Cleveland Browns game. I mean is Miles Garrett.
0: Miles I Garrett on the left. I say you'll win.
1: Yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> you you've, you've gotta figure it out. Um, you are gonna have to get rid of this ball quick. This is the kind of game where you need your run game. You need to establish yeah. the run. So you're going to this weekend with Brandon Bolden and J.J. Taylor.
0: Can we call Todd Gurley? Can we get him off the street for
1: a weekend? <sighs> We've done that with old running backs before. Like, that reminds call, me of Steven Jackson. We, Same can thing around Jackson can we call came we call in,
0: in. Can we call in Frank Gore off the fight for a little bit and just come play? For, I trust Frank Gore to run the football.
1: He's got to train for a boxing match. Oh, but Frank
0: Gore, man, he's
1: only – Who is he fighting?
0: Where's the my the only phone? AFC East team he didn't play for. He's fighting um, – Oh, what's his name Darren I Williams, lost my right phone. darren williams old utah jazz basketball player
1: i would look it up but my phone's m.i.a hold on
0: i'm blanking on his name i should know that i'm a basketball guy but hold on right like, good thing
1: good thing i have a computer in front of me Dar- darren williams darren williams oh thank you darren i got my phone now
0: darren williams thanks Amanda.
1: hey we don't have to <laughs> that was my assistant that was, my, that was the Couch Guy Sports Podcast assistant.
0: Yeah, you, you tell her that's what she is.
1: <laughs> now she'll kick my ass. Yeah. Dude, I just like, ah, oh, come on. See, this is like, I want this Odell Beckham Jr. news to break. Let's talk about the it, Celtics because I
0: think we got enough. I mean, Patriots need the running game this weekend. If, if Damien Harris and or Ramondre Stevenson can play, if one of them can play, you're in a lot better shape. I don't think you can win this game going in with Brandon Bolden and J.J. Taylor as your running backs.
1: Listen, honestly, though, Brandon Bolden has been better this year than I thought. Brandon Bolden, you know, you, you don't... At this point in his career, you don't expect him to be your running back, but yeah, with but injuries, obviously, James play, White. But,
0: but if he's your number one, he, you can game plan. Like, they're not going to let J.J. Taylor be the main backwards. He's going to make Brandon Bolden do it. I don't know. I, I'm not confident if one of those
1: guys isn't playing. I'm not either, but it makes me more confident that they lost Nick Chubb. This is going to be an interesting game this weekend. And even without Nick Chubb, you know, I, I kind of changed my, my mind about this, like, mid-show. But even without Nick Chubb, this is another measuring stick game. Like, if you win this game, then I think the Patriots can actually have the potential to make some noise.
0: And they just came off a really big win in Cincinnati, right? The Browns. Um, right, after all hot. the crap that's, All the crap that's being talked about them that came out firing. Like, Baker got them together. Baker balled out. And you're also not doing really that well at home. You're you've only won one game at home this year. Like this is a place you'd almost rather be in Cleveland with this team the way they're playing at home. Um, But it's at home against another team that has the same record as you in the AFC, a team that's right there with you for that play. If you beat them, then you go up against the Falcons on a short week, which should be a win. And then you got the Titans, right? So like without Derrick Henry, this this game's a big deal. I mean, they're all big deals at this point because of how close everything is. But, like, if you beat the Browns... Hey, no, honestly, win.
1: though, the Titans, I think they showed this week against the Rams, like, even without Derrick Henry, they... I mean,
0: Adrian Pierce is back, baby. Can play. They got They got AP. Yeah, but also McNichols. Yeah, they're fine. Um, They're probably the best team in the AFC right now. And their record shows that. But, like, I, I think they're probably the most complete team. In the and AFC. they lost to the Jets. This is why the AFC is
1: just weird this year. The Jets like, two they, waves they, are against, like, legit teams. Yeah. I mean, they beat the Titans, and the Titans, like you just said, they're like they're they're shaping up to be one of the teams of the AFC, if not the team. Um, Jones has the fourth highest grade among all first round quarterbacks drafted since 2018. Hey, Mac, Mac is a good quarterback. All right, Squirrel, Squirrel, Squirrel. Shift done. Yeah, this is why I generally don't have the TV on during a show because I can't handle it. Fuck, <laughs> I can't. I can't handle it. Celtics. Um, wow, the meatloaf. I need you to give the summary of this because you're the basketball guy. And we had some drama in the Celtics locker room this week. Yeah, they, it was part of this. This comes from the Marcus smart comments. Yeah, it
0: comes from the Marcus smart comments. So for those of you who live under a rock or don't care about the Celtics, Marcus smart made the comments that Jalen Brown publicly reminder Jalen Brown. For no Jason reason. Payton, like the, most to the ball more, thing. Um, And essentially blaming them for him not getting enough shots. And they said he said that publicly. They had then team. when you
1: watch the game, he's launching things left yep. and right.
0: They had yeah, a, a Garbo, uh, Tatum gets some wide open threes and he chucks them. Um, then this was brought up in a in a locker room uh, even today. Ime Odoka came out and said he's not picking captains anymore. Like that's not happening. Like they're just gonna go without it. Um, so the team's in shambles. Um, and the fight was basically like a he, around the Marcus Smart comments, saying like basically eternally what. Where you are saying this stuff publicly um and basically the team is starting to realize i think that marcus smart is becoming a cancer
1: um i don't think marcus smart team... might have had, I, I think we're past that point now i think he just is
0: well i think it's funny because in this fight proves it. it's not the first time we has been involved in a fight remember the bubble remember the bubble when yeah. he, like the chair was thrown right in the locker that, room? That was that marcus with that. Jalen too that was Jalen brown and marcus smart um
1: and I'm sorry, who are you, who are you choosing out of the two?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, hundred uh, percent. Someone trying to give me the trade Jalen Brown for Ben Simmons. Um, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. The dumbest in my life. thing. Yeah, it's dumb. But the Marcus Smart thing. It's not the first time that Jalen Brown and him have been in a fight. Um, there is now a constant theme around this team, Nick, of not playing with that off grit, not wanting to get up, not being leaders. Well. Clearly, the constant here is Marcus Smart's causing rifts. There's no risk between Jalen and Jason. They're on the same side. Horford doesn't really care because he's just Horford. And Robert Williams is team Tatum. So, like, at this point, I think this team is... So, you wait this out.
1: I got to be honest with You
0: You trade him in January.
1: I got to be honest with you. The past 30 seconds, I accidentally connected my headphones to my phone. You, and you were, th- you were not talking to me. I can tell you that. I've got no idea what you said the past I
0: talking. Season. I was talking to the people.
1: <laughs> I've got, I can't even respond to that. There is nothing that okay. I gathered from that
0: here. I'll, I'll do it again. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, like each other. Robert Williams is team Tatum. Marcus smarts the problem. Time At this point, him, but, it you, but, seems but like... you can't train him till January.
1: And he's the unfortunate thing is he's Brad Stevens guy.
0: Yes, but I think it's really getting to that point where if it's glaringly obvious, he can't do much more than just trade. And now he's on a decent contract, right? He's he got paid again, but like it's not a terrible contract. And you could, in theory, trade wait it out and then trade Marcus Martin a bunch to Philly for Ben Simmons, and I would do that. Right? Like I think Ben Simmons, Tatum, and Brown could coexist because Ben Simmons doesn't want to be the guy, but it's not like Embiid could shoot, right? So Ben Simmons. And yeah, but Embiid what are- else
1: would you have to give up for Ben Simmons? You want to, to talk about the Ben Simmons conversation right now? Like, what else would you give up for Ben Simmons? Uh,
0: you're going to have to smart. give up a haul. Marcus smart. A couple picks. Um going to be a guy first. That's fine. Look, Ben Simmons is still young and can play. He just doesn't want to be in Philly anymore, and Embiid hates him. If you can bring him in to play with Tatum and Brown, I think that's a really – I mean, to Ben Simmons and Embiid led them to almost to the finals, right? When they, they heartbreaker against the Raptors – from going to the finals so phenomenal
1: defensive player which is ph- what you need on this team
0: phenomenal defensive player point guard who can pass the ball and is a pass first guy he's an amazing playmaker he doesn't want to shoot the ball um and he'll get but if you give him the lane he's going to drive to the hoop and dunk it because he's bigger than Marcus Smart and Dennis Schroeder Ben Simmons on this team actually makes sense um and it's funny because I remember when he was up in the draft I was like oh yeah Ben Simmons uh tank for Simmons tank for Simmons and then like now people just forget how good he actually is as a player. Get him out of Philly, bring him to Boston, and let's ride with those guys. You're not bringing him badly, Beal, but you got to keep Tatum happy. And the big question is, will Tatum want to play with Simmons? Is that okay? Is that cool? Because if it is... You, you got to imagine he would. Then let's rock. Bring him a chance to win. Bring him a playmaker who can make, keep the ball out of his hands, right? Because Tatum's good with the ball in his hands, but if he's coming off screens with Brown and stuff like that, like Simmons is going to get them the ball.
1: I would take listen, – listen, if you I mean, wouldn't take Ben Simmons on this team. You're an idiot. You're dumb. Just don't take Jalen Brown to do it. Here's the question, though, because I don't think – because, okay, Marcus, Mark, a couple first-round picks. You know who I think will, if this happens – Al
0: Horford, go back to Philly, right?
1: No. No. You know who they're going to ask for. I, I, yes.
0: They've already asked. That was part of the
1: initial like they want okay,
0: but this is the deal. I, I don't even know GM's name. Do you would he, you he, give he, up
1: Rob Williams? Because he seems like he's boring, gonna be a
0: guy. He's a boob. He literally wants he wanted Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, and picks for Ben Simmons. When he has, he has to, no he, has to he, has he has to
1: understand, he has to no understand how leverage. low Ben Simmons value is right now. Low. it's, it's in get, the it's it, in the garbage disposal.
0: You can get Marcus Smart, you can take Grant Williams you can take, I'd give him Romeo Lankford and like Pritchard for Ben Simmons.
1: I would do it. Yeah. And, and that's his value. I don't trade. Well, Robert so I, Williams. I don't trade Robert Williams. No. I don't know if the trade gets done without Robert Williams though. That's the thing. The, I really don't. I,
0: would you trade him though?
1: Would I trade Rob I, Williams? I yeah. don't think so. Because he seems like he's your future, your future big man. The
0: the only way I'm trading Robert Williams is this. I'm getting Carl Anthony towns back.
1: Right, that's, I think that's the that's, only person yeah. I'm
0: training Robert Williams for. Like that's it. Uh,
1: yeah, I. Or, agree. or unless he's, you're going to train me, Joel
0: Embiid. Like you know, what I mean, like I'm not trading. Car- uh, I'm not getting a point guard for my my centerpiece center here. Like no. Imagine,
1: imagine if the imagine if Brad Stevens just switched it up and you know fuck Ben Simmons, bring me Joel Embiid, and Joel me Embiid, Embiid ends up with the Celtics. Give me Embiid, you can keep Simmons. <laughs> it wouldn't. I mean, it, it'll never happen. But no, it's it's un, it's unbelievable what. The Sixers are asking for Ben Simmons. He is just no, – he's no. in the garbage right now.
0: Yeah, it's too much. You're going to get – Mark if that deal happens, Marcus Smart's gone, 100%. Um, it's picks, Marcus Smart, and then it's those guys. Like, it's the Romeo Lankford's, Um Langford's value is up, too. And Lankford's sure. value, you could trade Pritchard or Neesmith, right? One of those guys could go in that deal.
1: <sighs> Nees, Neesmith, I don't want to get – he's that guy. I don't he either, but like they,
0: they, the, they got to play him,
1: though. I know.
0: He's not – he's getting like – he got like three – do not play coaches' decisions in a row. It's insane. Um, hey, maybe maybe
1: they're waiting to trade him.
0: Maybe. I don't know. You can get that deal done without Robert Williams and Jalen Brown in there. 100%. You know, I don't,
1: I don't know if it's 100%. I don't know if it's 100%. Now, if there's, but,
0: but, there's, but the problem is there's not going to be a lot of interest. There's not going to be a lot of teams out there like, I need Ben Simmons. So needs and they, ben have, Simmons.
1: they have to get rid of him. They yeah. can't hold on to him.
0: No. They're finding him every day. He's not there.
1: Right. Like they, and, and what are you going to do if he, if, if he comes in place? He's not going to want to play.
0: He stated mental health, right? He stated mental health. He gave the names of his doctors and they're still pushing him. They want more information. Like I get he's probably like fibbing or at least a little bit here because he doesn't want to be there. But
1: see, I don't, I don't even, they, I, I doubt he is though. Like I, I, I would, I believe I mean, him. I mean, they've, they freaking wore him down. I mean, I, I, guess yeah, I that's it. what I mean. Like he's, he's seems like a, he seems like a guy who's beaten down from this whole situation. Yeah.
0: Change of scenery, bring him to Boston. i mean, I'm all for it. I think he'd be a great fit here um, because you need a point, you need a real point guard who can pass the ball. And he just happens to be what? Six, six. Yeah. Like, okay,
1: great. <sighs> hey, I might be texting you Bruins. Minus one and a half. <laughs> I might I might be hammering that tonight. You, but you we'll see. Mi-
0: you got 5 minutes, so.
1: We got we got 13 minutes to buck drop. <laughs> 708. <right>. Anything else?
0: <sighs> OBJ is going to be a patriot like tonight.
1: We'll see. It will see. And I I hope so, but you know, whatever. We I think we did a good job at making sure that that was also a conversation that continues no matter where he goes. I think we did a good job with that. Guys, Couch Guy Sports Podcast, episode 232 in the books. Go check out all of the – I don't know if you guys know this. Go to CouchGuysports.com, Go to the podcast tab. See every single podcast that we have in the next – we have a Red Sox podcast, Bruins, uh, WWE. We have fantasy – we have everything that you guys could imagine. Fantasy baseball. I mean, we have everything that you guys could imagine. Go check it out under the couchguysports.com podcast tab as well as the video tab. Two. And check out our friends, ShockedEnergy.com, CGSN for 10% off, and then our friends, the GOATS over at Manscaped.com. Pro code Guy 20 for 20% off with free shipping, again, at Manscaped.com. Nick Wally, Jared Scally, Guys, we're going to talk to you next week following the Patriots game against the Browns, and who knows? Maybe we'll have some more Celtics news by that point, and maybe OBJ will be in a Patriots uniform. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for watching. And thank you for listening. Oh, wait, shit.